welcome to the Align Nutrition Podcast, a place where eating doesn't get in the way of living. We use science and psychology to move past the challenges you face while healing your relationship to food. I'm your host, Erica Drury, a registered dietitian and intuitive eating counselor. For the past 10 years, I've been helping people like you find a happy medium of flow and balance with eating. If solving these issues were easy, you would have figured it out already. Expect to learn a new way. Each week, you'll hear trainings, listen in on many coaching sessions from people on your same path, and learn from other guest professionals. I'm so glad you've joined me. Welcome back to the Align Nutrition Podcast. Today, we are talking about the truth behind calories in versus calories out. This is one of the biggest things that comes up in my work. And the way it shows up is people feeling guilty if they ate more, feeling guilty if you're resting from a day of exercise or not allowing yourself to have a rest day from exercise, trying to be in a deficit which leads to deprivation, restriction, right? Inefficient metabolism because you're consistently under eating or swinging between under eating and overeating. This fear about calories in, this belief about calories in versus calories out fuels fears of weight gain. We're constantly feeling like, where are we at in this equation? This simple algebraic equation, the calories in plus calories out equals weight maintenance. Calories in greater than calories out equals weight gain. Calories in less than calories out equals weight loss. And it's just frankly not that simple. So I thought it's important for us to be able to navigate these fears, these food guilt, these exercise, metabolism, weight gain, to navigate these fears. It helps us to have more accurate information. It's not as simplified as the equation that I just named. So I'd really like to break down the science for you. I was working with a client once and we were working on her gaining weight as she was recovering from anorexia nervosa. And I remember her dad sending me this article that he copy and pasted from on the internet. It was that simple equation. He's like, you know, why is, gosh, why isn't she gaining weight? You know, and it was a really complicated situation. And I thought, (laughs) why did you hire me? You know, if it was so simple, right? I think he was just desperate. So it's not uncommon for us to feel that, gosh, this is just is what it is. But, you know, as someone who studied the science of nutrition for years, I can tell you there's more to it. And I'm excited to share that with you today. Some truths that you need to know before we dive into things is that your body deserves food, um, even if you don't exercise and needs food, even if you don't exercise, sometimes you're more hungry than other times and you don't need to be existing in a consistent energy deficit. So our energy needs, and when I say energy needs, what I mean is the sum total estimate of what our body burns in a day. So that's what I'm going to be breaking down for you. So it's comprised of a resting metabolic rate, activities of daily life, otherwise known as meat, non-exercise activity thermogenesis, thermic effect of food, which is something I'll break down further, and then our physical activity. So if we break it down, so picture of an equation that is estimated energy needs equal resting metabolic rate plus activities of daily life plus thermic effect of food plus physical activity. Okay. So 
resting metabolic rate first and foremost. This takes up the biggest chunk of our energy needs in a day. And good news, our resting metabolic rate is what our body burns simply by being alive. If you were in a coma in the hospital, this is the energy that your body would be using just to beat your heart, contract your lungs, fire your brain, help your liver in maintaining your blood sugar. This alone comprises 50 to 65% of our energy needs. Think about that. 50 to 65% of the energy that our body burns in a day comes from just functioning. And let me give you an example. A 25-year-old woman who's 5'4 and weighs 160 pounds, this amount would be 1,600 calories. How many of you have been on a diet less than that in a day? Your body uses more energy than you think. Okay, so we've covered resting metabolic rate, biggest ratio here. The only time your resting metabolic rate would ever be lower is if you're an elite athlete because your physical activity needs are so high, the ratio, it gets crowded out a little bit. So again, energy needs are going to be super, super high, but it might come down a little less. Okay. Activities of daily life, otherwise known as non-exercise activity thermogenesis. This is what your body uses to do things like walk to your car go up the stairs, stand in your kitchen and cook a meal, change a load of laundry, pump gas, just living. 20 to 30% of our energy needs go to just living. How many times have you had a day where you didn't work out and you thought, oh my gosh, I'm just a lump that sat on a couch all day. You're still sitting up. You're not in a coma. It's energy beyond functioning your body, right? So this is plus resting metabolic rate. Now this 20 to 30% can vary greatly by your profession. So if you're a nurse working on a hospital floor for 12 hours, or you're somebody that works in data entry and doesn't move very much, you're going to want to know there's a bit of a difference. But again, I gave you a range, but I just want to mention that. So, you know, you might notice changes in your days off from working or not. Um, But most people, I will say, underestimate this, underestimate it. Okay. You're probably listening because you want expert help changing the way you think about food. If you're tired of piecing together random information and doing this alone, we have everything you need in Realign Community, where for only $79 a month, you get live support from me, weekly calls, videos and worksheets, a community Facebook group, and email support so you can figure out where you're stuck and take action. You can check that all out at realignedcommunity.com. Now we move on to the next portion, thermic effect of food. This is literally the energy that you burn in a day that goes simply to digestion. Digestion is an extremely active process and on its own uses 10% of our energy needs. 10%. 10% of the energy you burn a day goes to digesting your food. So let's summarize what we have so far. We have our overall energy needs. 50 to 65% go to 
functioning our body, our resting metabolic rate. 20 to 30% go to activities of daily life, maybe more, maybe a little less. Thermic effect of food, 10%. So here we go. We're looking at what does your body use to live, to function, and to digest? A huge amount. Is this as simple as calories in versus calories out? I don't think so. We need to start shifting our mindset around this. Our body uses energy just living. Now we move on to physical activity level. And I don't have a percentage on this because I believe physical activity, if we're exercising, we're going to need more fuel. We're going to be more hungry. Maybe not right away because endorphins can temporarily block our appetite, but later that night, later that day, the next day, we might find ourselves more hungry than usual. You don't need to work out to earn food, but if you went to an Orange Theory class and you're really hungry that night or you eat breakfast the next day and it doesn't cut it for you, I want you to understand that your body used more energy than usual. And the point is not to try to remain in a deficit, but to fuel your body to support that. Quite a reframe. And even what I presented here, is fairly simplified. There are so many other factors like your body composition. If you have more muscle, be using energy differently, sleep, stress, disease, genetic factors. So there's even more going on beyond this, but for the purposes of you shifting your mindset around calories in versus calories out, I think we've presented the biggest parts. So again, you don't need to worry if you ate more than usual. We're thinking about fueling your body to live, function, and digest. You don't need to feel guilty on a rest day from exercise. We're thinking about your body living, functioning, and digesting. In fact, rest days from exercise are positive for muscle synthesis. And stop focusing on trying to be in a deficit all the time. What I recommend is you support your here and now body, move your body, give it breaks, give it food, give yourself permission to eat, let your body heal. Chances are it's been through a lot over the years. If you continue to heal your relationship with food, your hunger cues, your fullness, or place your desire to micromanage your energy take, our bodies have their very own version of calories in versus calories out. Our bodies are so intelligent, you guys. That was one of my favorite things about studying nutrition, which is learning how intelligent our bodies are. Our bodies have sufficient mechanisms to support homeostasis, to support balance. We have storage sites for fuel when we get more than it needed in that moment, and our bodies use it the next time they need it. This process is so dynamic. We don't have to worry about that. And maybe think about, you know, someone that you might know, maybe they seem to maintain their weight effortlessly or the whole time you've known them in their adult life, they've weighed, you know, around the same, they've been stable. They let their bodies tell them what they need. And maybe you also know somebody that does, you know, consistently micromanage their calories in and calories out. It's not uncommon because a lot of people have a disordered relationship with food, thanks to diet and wellness culture, but prevalent, you know, they still exist. Okay. So I hope that this helps dispel the way science is presented. If it were simply calories in calories out, 
I would not have received a four-year degree and advanced training. Uh, There would not be researchers, people studying this, people working on this, professionals. It's just not so simple. My biggest recommendation is to move your body in ways that feel good. Stretch it, make it stronger, build it, challenge it, rest it, show it kindness, talk nice to your body, and then eat to support your body in your life. Wherever you come out in the calories in, calories out equation will sort itself out, but you will be supporting your body and your metabolism and all the behaviors that we know that lead to health. That is simply all that we can ask of ourselves. Until next time. Thanks to you for listening. Find me on Instagram at Align Nutrition. Let me know if you like this or if you have other topics or ideas for the podcast. I love hearing from you. If you've gotten something out of this, help us reach more people who need this message by subscribing in your podcast app. A nice rating and review also helps us reach more people and is so appreciated. I hope you enjoyed this episode and until next time.